Welcome to episode 202 of Kapowcast. <laughs> That's 202 to the layman's term. Oh, wow. Mm. I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hello. And Jeff Jefferson. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> and boy, do we got stuff to talk about today. Do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we always do. If not, we'll just ride it out. Hell yeah. Until we think of stuff. Um, first up, I just want to say, once again, our, our March Madness preliminary rounds are open. And they're ready to go. Um, nothing too shocking yet uh, has happened. Uh, Spider-Man has pretty much defeated the thing easily. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have noticed. Thing does not perform well in these. No. I at bl- all. I blame fan force, dude. It's a, it's a more common problem than you think for most males. <laughs> <laughs> Only so, one part of them isn't rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I'm pretty sure the first year he did not make it past the first round. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain last year he didn't make it past the, the qualifying rounds either. Nope. And once again, I so I think I, I could change my mind because I could forget in a year, but I, I think he's done. Like, I'm just I don't want to put any more effort into putting him in. Yeah, it's just a, after a while, it gets kind of pathetic and sad, you know, which is, which is man. perplexing to me because isn't he like Hulk level? He's up there. He has class. He's gone toe to toe. Yeah. And uh, he also has, uh, you know, street smarts and he cracks wise and he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. That's all a winning combination. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ask the Weinsteins. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're actually Jewish, but. Maybe. <laughs> um, Superman uh, took out Green Lantern. Shocker. Ooh. Shocker. Um, I don't know if that was. Ah, shocker. <laughs> don't mock the shocker. Shocker. <laughs> um, I was curious. Uh, what was the final vote on Tabulation. that one? Tabulation. 70% to 30%. Yeah. Ooh. Take that, Hal fanboys. Ouch. Almost, almost a 50% difference, or 50 vote difference. Well, that's, that was a bad uh, matchup in the first place. Yeah. You think so? Well, if you had, like, Superman versus the entire Green Lantern Corps, it would be <laughs> a um, better, or, or at least a team of GLs, you know what I mean? Right. Loki also easily has taken out Enchantress. See, I thought you were talking about DC's Enchantress until I saw the picture. Nope. But, uh, yeah, that makes more sense because more people know who Loki is. Yeah, uh, yeah I think yeah. that's one where the popularity... Yeah. I was, su- was like, who's this bitch? <laughs> I was surprised. Cody voted for Enchantress. Maybe Cody knows what's up. Maybe he was thinking it was the Enchantress from uh, Suicide Squad. He Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nothing like that Enchantress at all. Well, the Enchantress from the comics doesn't really look much like the cinematic Enchantress either. I don't know if I'm even familiar with the DC version of Enchantress in the comics. Other than I, Suicide I no Squad. I had who she was out so, until I saw Suicide Squad. Mm. She was in episodes of Justice League Unlimited, too. Yeah, that's true. She was in the second season when they were really, really focusing hard on the Legion of Doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, those those are some of the bad episodes, weren't they? Yeah, that was when it felt I like they weren't really yeah. trying that much anymore. Um, and then Sinestro and Brainiac. Sinestro looks like he will lose uh, with a 10-vote difference. Sadness. It is sad. Uh, that one's not done yet as of this recording, but I'm I, pretty sure. It's only got a couple more hours, don't it? Got three more hours. Yeah, unless, it's over. Yeah, we're calling it. <laughs> and then uh, the most recent one posted, uh, Doctor Strange and Wolverine. For some godforsaken <laughs> reason, nine people have voted for Wolverine. I don't understand it's, it. Uh, because he's the best at what he does, Bob. He's the best at plot armor. <laughs> Next to Batman, he yeah. is second to none with plot armor. They're like Wolverine, Batman, and Doctor Doom, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you, you said this when we were doing the show, Jeff, last week. Uh, duh, duh, who the... <laughs> Doctor or Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange could literally teleport Wolverine into the sun. Yes, yep. into the center of the sun, and that would be it. No, he'd claw his way back out and swim back to Earth. 
all the while holding his breath <laughs> and a beer just being a skeleton yep <laughs> having no internal organs uh-huh. hey he's he's done that before he's regenerated from nothing but a skeleton doesn't mean it's right <laughs> yeah that was considered one of the worst moments in the history of stupid comic book feats really well by me no, I mean, oh, okay <laughs> i didn't know if this was like in would, your opinion? it was it was an I infamous would, moment i would say that most people agree with you that that was probably one of the dumbest things well in the yeah world. it's where you really jump the shark with his powers because i mean it's a comic book i get it but like wolverine when he first you know he would die from like having his liver ripped out and then he just gets more ridiculous more ridiculous regenerating from nothing but his adamantium skeleton is just silly yeah i agree well i completely agree i hate his power set i liked it better in the early 90s when like he had a, a he had the healing factor but like he could still get hurt mm-hmm. yeah you know you could still there was still a sense of danger with the character like in the animated series uh saber when he swipes them he puts them in he's in the hospital or in the in their in the mansion's icu unit do they have a yeah i guess i don't know he was hurt that's because his it's because uh saber nails were really dirty yeah he got, he got a nasty infection. infection but remember he's in there he's doing kung fu and gene comes yeah. in oh <laughs> <laughs> he was putting i need act. you too he was milking it because he, <laughs> he just wanted cuddles um but already the voting has started and already uh it's getting heated and so it was suggested to us and we know we talked about this a little bit beforehand but i just want to say it again for the people in the back <laughs> A little louder for the people in the back. There, there was, there's always comments that we don't make this fair. The fights aren't fair when we do completely random. Now, people, if we were to do each fight super balanced, so like if you put, I don't know, let me look at, let me, let me, let me look at, let me, let me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. So if right off the bat you had like all your heavy hitters fighting your heavy hitters, but your lesser power people fighting your lesser power people, you're going to end up with a very imbalanced final. It's true. We could always do, we could put them in power set tiers next time. Well, still, you would, you would, you would knock it down to the point where like a high power level. Uh, you end up with Hawkeye versus Hulk. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could have people without powers or people with relatively lower amount of power, street level, a street level tier, and then just have a winner of that. And then, you know, a superpower tier. And have but a then wouldn't that street level tier fight the superpower tier? Well, don't have them fight. Just have it. Oh, completely separate yeah. tournament. Yeah, all together. Different, oh. bra- different brackets. So yeah, that's the only way that would work. Yep. We would Maybe have two year. completely different. Uh, Just put a bunch of street level guys. <laughs> We'd be like, what the fuck is this? But this is what you get, bitches. <laughs> I think I th- I still stick to the randomization. It's as the best being way to go. The best way to go. Um, it's the best way to go. It's the only way to go. The only way. I won't hear. I don't think I'll hear people complaining when Wonder Woman goes against Martian Manhunter. <laughs> no, yeah. Or Power Girl goes against Supergirl. That one was a ridiculous amount of uh, silliness considering it was randomly generated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think most of them are pretty balanced. I, th- I th- there was only a couple where when, when, when it happened, I was like, ooh. Mostly the Harley Quinn and Aries one. <laughs> I think Harley Quinn's going to win it. I think, I think, I, so I think so, in some disgusting way, he's right. <laughs> um, speaking of DC, let's talk more about DC. This has been a weird week for them. Mm-hmm. It's been a really weird week for Warner Brothers DC. Um, Sunday was the Academy Awards. Did and anyone watch it? No. Me either. I didn't even know it was on Sunday until I saw a thing on Facebook Sunday morning <laughs> that was like, the Oscars are tonight. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Did you I, go to the, did Jeff, did you go to the Oscar? I did. That still happens. I yeah. didn't even see anything about it. So I didn't know if it was still happening. I ate a bunch of food and I drank a lot of wine. It was a, it was a nice night. And some people recognized me. They're like, oh, were you wearing the flamingo suit in last year? I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, Joaquin Phoenix walked away with the best actor Oscar for Joker. Gamers to, rise up. Sorry, continue. <laughs> to some people's surprise and others not surprised. Um, I, I think once he was like, cause he like swept pretty much all award season. Yeah. And so once it got to the Oscars, I was like, he's, he's going to win. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, good for him i thought it was an excellent performance i didn't <laughs> i want to say that the he, he didn't have super duper heavy hitters against him either i don't even know who else was was nominated nor i wrote an article on a uh, kapowcast.net about it our website you can check it out at kapowcast.net <laughs> 
That's kapowcast.net. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, don't get me wrong, even though I wasn't a, a fan of the movie, uh, this is still a big win for comic book movies and comic book movies everywhere. And angry recluses. Okay. And angry recluses. <laughs> uh, it was Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. What? Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Adam Driver, The Marriage Story. Adam Driver, And wow. Jonathan Pierce, The Two Popes. You know, I don't even know a lot of those movies. The only, <laughs> the only movie I heard of was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Marriage Story. Is I the didn't, two that I knew. Yeah. Marriage Story. Wasn't that, an, I think that was a Netflix original. So that's pretty, that's kind of a big was deal it? too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We could be making stuff up. It's true. Um, So good for Joaquin Phoenix. Now, two Jokers have two Oscars. <laughs> How crazy is that? And Joaquin Phoenix didn't even have to die to get his. No. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> He's still alive and well. Hell yeah. In Arkham Asylum. It's true. Have you heard there's, there, there keeps being talk on back and forth on whether or not they're going to do a sequel? Didn't Joaquin Phoenix said he had, say he had zero interest? He did not. Really? I think he strikes me as one of those people that he'll only do it if the story is as good. Mm-hmm. If it's as good as the first one. I don't think it's something he actively would seek out to do. And I don't know that they should because I feel like... Once again, even though I wasn't a fan of that movie, I feel like you kind of cheapen it mm-hmm. if you do a sequel. Like then it, it it's already separated from the other comic book movies just on how it's, its tone and everything like that. I think if they did a sequel, it would just kind of start to feel more like other comic book movies. That makes sense. Oh, they're going to go for the cash out. Probably. Especially after this weekend. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the Marriage Story was a Netflix original, but we'll be heading to theaters. Wow. Good for them. Good for you, Netflix. Starring Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I think Steph watched that. It's a good movie. I liked it a lot. What's it about? About a couple that's going Kylo through a uh, squirts, uh, Black Widow are <laughs> going through a divorce. They had a love affair and had a child. Now they're going through a divorce. Sounds depressing. All of it does not happen in space. It doesn't happen and lost doesn't. interest rapidly. <laughs> is there any mention of Budapest? <laughs> no, no, none of Budapest. Rumor has it there is a, uh, a Easter egg where she's crying in the living room and she says, I wish I would have never left Budapest, <laughs> but I haven't found it yet. Uh, you know, I, I keep forgetting that the Black Widow movie is coming out. I'm, I don't. I, uh, When's it come out? May, May? 7th. Oh. Okay. I, um, cause I always, you know, the past few years, like every time, like I think leading up to like whatever Marvel movie was coming out in the spring, we'd sit and we'd watch, like we'd end up trying to lead up and watch all the Marvel movies. Yeah. And then I just, it's a lot of movies. It is a lot of movies. I don't want to say I don't care about Black Widow. It's just hard to care. <laughs> cause she's a woman. Yes. No, more, more <laughs> so because the character's dead. <laughs> You don't know that. They did say something about what bringing uh, a few dead characters back to life in Doctor Strange I don't, and possibly Loki. I don't but I don't know if Loki counts because that's time, time travel. travel. Well, I mean, the concept of death is already so silly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it's silly in general. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in it. Yeah. I don't think anybody actually dies. We just go to the toy store in the sky. Oh, that's nice. But um, I really don't think they should be bringing back more dead characters because it's the exact same thing that happened in comics where death will have no impact. Yeah. I, I think uh, Tony Stark needs to stay dead and Black Widow needs to stay dead. And it's just, once again, like doing the prequel movie after her death. And it's like, it's just weird. Odd choice. And, I still think, like, in my mind, like, m- maybe once I see it, it'll be different, but they kept saying, like, how, okay, the, the Infinity Saga's over, Spider-Man was kind of that uh, epilogue after that it, you know, was done, but I'm like, well, technically isn't this part of the Infinity Saga, because it happens between maybe it'll Civil set War up, and Infinity War? Maybe it'll set up a backstory for, like, a, a villain organization or something, and they already kind of touch on AIM. Oh, I love AIM, and their yeah. weird beekeeper suits. They, uh, they really fuck the pooch on AIM, though. We're looking at you, Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the biggest part that I was mad about is AIM was just some sort of weird organization of botanists. You weren't angry about uh, the Mandarin being a bait and switch villain? No, I actually enjoyed that. Because <laughs> I think the Mandarin is one of the silliest villains of all time. Jeff is going to reach over this table and choke you. <laughs> Someone didn't grow up watching the Iron Man cartoon. I did, and I hated every episode <clears throat> he was involved with. He was in every episode. Was he? Yeah. Oh, that's, maybe that's why I don't remember that <clears throat> show. 
<laughs> racial connotations aside, <laughs> the Mandarin is an okay villain. He's he's great. He's a classic representation of the yellow peril stereotype in comics, which we'll be getting in Shang Chi. So yeah, it's we're true. actually gonna have a, probably the the actual Mandarin. We'll see. Hopefully. Well, I mean, it's called Shang Chi in the the Ten Rings, Legend of the Ten Rings, yeah. something like that. Though better have Fin Fang Foom in it too. Then ooh, a giant CG Fin Fang Foom. Hell yeah, putting things in his pants. Hey, I'm okay with Next that. Next wave doesn't count. <laughs> Um, and we're going to get to talking about Birds of Prey here in a minute, but uh, you remember last week I mentioned on TV they were showing as, and it was Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Well, they've gone as far as to even change the title on movie websites. Yeah, yeah. To Cowards. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Cowards. Because for some reason they think that will help the movie. <laughs> Aren't the Birds of Prey in it for only like a short time? Well, they, I mean, they're in there for a good portion of the movie. It's uh, <laughs> it's so minuscule the way they use them. It is, it is primarily like, I guess the title is very much more uh, telling than what they had before. Yeah. It was an odd choice. Like, if you want to use a group to, like, I mean, you should be using her in the main title in the first place because she's by far the most well-known character. Like, why are they like switching around the title at all? It just doesn't seem like they have much confidence. I uh, I thought the original title sounded more like one of our episode titles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it did. It did. Well, Which, we did have an episode title. What was... Oh, yeah, yeah. The Chuck E. Cheese thing. <laughs> the emancipation <laughs> of one Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Oh, wow. They need to make that into a movie. Um, but uh, this movie was kind of weird in a sense that <clears throat> leading up to it, uh, the reviews coming out were, were overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Yeah. And they were projecting it to do, I think, around like a U.S. to do like 55, 60 million. Oh, OK. I was wondering what the projections were. I was just seeing things about the uh, opening weekend. It opened with 33. Yeah. Eh, that's not so bad. It made 81 million, I think, altogether, including overseas, which isn't bad because the budget was 82. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll definitely make its money back. It'll probably make a profit with uh, merchandise merchandising and blu-ray sales and such i'm not sure how accurate this is but i've saw i've saw that's not correct seen <laughs> uh people post stuff about it being the having the lowest opening weekend since jonah hex i don't know if that's, that's true I was gonna say, is that when true? it comes to dc movies i guess that's possible because i'm trying to think of what uh well shazam did really well or not yeah shazam did really well i don't know how big its opening weekend was and then the other ones were like you know had a bunch of momentum where they were like well we're gonna stand up to marvel and, and it didn't quite happen that way they um i've seen people getting mad saying oh this movie's ruined everything that aquaman and shazam and joker <laughs> have set up and that they've accomplished i'm like they didn't this movie's it. Didn't set up anything no they are basically standalone movies yeah there was there was no bigger picture it was just a single movie which is what they should be going for right now i agree um establish your characters so what do you think this movie did wrong in the sense of marketing where it it underperformed so badly like they were definitely going for that february release like they they 100 i don't know this but i'm pretty sure they 100 looked at it and were like well deadpool did good <laughs> yeah let's do that because <laughs> um, this movie has deadpool's fingerprints all over it all over the booty all over it <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think it was a weak marketing campaign. To be I, honest with I you, I agree. There wasn't really much. I didn't even know it was sense. coming out until the day before. Yeah. I'd asked you guys. I was like, "When's it come out?" You're like, "Tomorrow." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I didn't know either." And then like the trailers, they didn't really wow you. No, not at all. It didn't. Uh, I mean, I got the vaguest sense of what the movie's supposed to be about, but it wasn't particularly entertaining. Or you're just kind of like, "Oh, okay." Who the hell are the birds of prey? And I think. Uh, I think another thing is I don't know if a lot of people know what emancipation is. <laughs> so <laughs> that might have thrown 
thrown a lot of people through a loop. Like, what the fuck's emancipation? Um, and I think another thing too is, I, even I had a sense of from watching it, I'm like, okay, is this in the Suicide Squad continuity or is this? They do they do this weird thing where they kind of toe the line. Yeah. yeah. Where they like they kind of acknowledge it, but at the same time they're like, yeah, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> right back and forth. Yeah. I would say because they they kind of make mention of it that it would be. They 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 did the nod, so I feel like. But did they do the wink? There's literally parts where they show Jared Leto's Joker, but they just show him from like behind. <laughs> That's funny. Like I'm surprised but, they acknowledged him at all. And there's this weird. The, the movie opens with like a weird like narration of Harley Quinn about her origin. Uh-huh. And it's like animated. Uh-huh. And like when it gets to like Harley Quinn Joker parts, like there's a point where Harley Quinn's drawn like she was in Suicide Squad, but Joker looks nothing like really? how he did in Suicide Squad. Like he looks like a more traditional Joker, which I thought I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting too. Yeah. Huh. And also um, the sun's out in Gotham. Oh my god. Yeah. You know what? I kind of forgot it was in Gotham City. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, I was kind of figured it was like in that point spot in Alaska where there's where it's night most for like three months at a time. Oh, that's how Gotham is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's the only way that any any uh, story actually makes sense. <laughs> so, Jeff, I think in the in the process of us talking about it, because me and Tony have seen it, you have not. I have not. And, I, and well, I guess, I mean, do you care about spoilers? No, I don't care. Okay, it's a uh, this is this is going to be the weirdest review ever because Jeff has not seen it, Mike has seen it, and I've seen fifty percent of it. <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. So, I guess by the end of this, Jeff, you're going to have to tell us like whether or not you still plan on seeing it, whether you're going to just wait and watch it someplace else, or if you're just going to kind of like, eh, if I watch it, I watch it. If not, I not. It'll, it'll be a uh, yes. <laughs> I'll be the judge, even though I haven't um, seen it. Judge, jury, and execution. <laughs> We're like the living tribunal. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen it. You've seen half of it. I haven't seen any of it. So yeah. three vastly different perspectives. Um, well, I'm more interested in the one that hasn't seen it. <laughs> this movie, uh, right off the bat, I'm going to say it. It's it's very women power. It's very girl power. It's very... Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. Yay, women, and men are shit. Yeah. Like, and when I say <laughs> that, like, literally, that is the tone of the movie because every man in it is a piece of shit. Well, these are all the men she associates with are in the Gotham City. No, no we're talking look, every man. Every man. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's not a single good Samaritan man. Like, I thought maybe the, the old Chinese man was like legit. Nope. And he ends up turning her in because he's like, oh, they wanted money. I can go open a good restaurant. Yeah. I was like, damn, that makes, that Uncle Chow. That what makes sense, though. I mean, um, open a good restaurant. <laughs> all the cops in the GCPD are, all the male cops are assholes. What I guess, too, like the DA that uh, Montoya was with, she's kind of a bitch, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they just, they really drive it in. And it wasn't to the point where like I didn't enjoy the movie yeah but it was just in a sense of like okay well that's that's the way we're going all right <laughs> that's 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 the message we're sending well okie dokie then it, I feel like them doing that though kind of took away a little bit from how much of a of a complete and utter tool black mask was mm-hmm. it really dulled it dulled it down because if every dude is a complete jackass what makes him so special yeah what makes him so special other than his psychopathic tendencies so I'm glad you mentioned black mask because the interpretation of black mask in the movie is not anything I've ever been accustomed I've been accustomed for to the more ruthless hard-nosed like mob boss type of type of black mask mm-hmm. and this was barely black mask but i will say what ewan mcgregor did the the i forgot ewan mcgregor was in the movie the characterizations <laughs> of him was hilarious so jeff <laughs> there's this one part i'm gonna tell you some parts okay where i'm all ears because he zaz is his right hand man and that makes has, no sense but all right yeah he has three members of uh the gotham lions or like some other mob yeah chinese mob. chinese mob family he has like the three main people. Uh, Zass cuts off the face of one. All right. Kills the other. Keep in mind, they're hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. And he gets the last one. And Yuma McGregor walks up. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. You know, but we're, we're going to let you. And then like she's crying and there's like a snot bubble. And he's like, is that a snot bubble? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> 
She's, and that's like a very uh, telling representation of how he is in this movie. Very weird. Erratic. Erratic. Um, but Is he British? No. No. Is Ewan McGregor doing an American accent, which always fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> fucks my shit up. <laughs> um, so there, and then uh, there's one part too where he's showing like the uh, the shrunken heads he has. And he's just like, yeah, he's like, there's like so many years old and now they're just, they're just an ornament. Like, look at them. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's weird. But then when he gets like unhinged, it's like uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the part in the uh, club yeah. where like the girl's laughing and he's like, she laughing at me. And he like, every, like it gets real quiet. He makes her stand up on a table and start dancing. And then he hands like what I'm assuming is her boyfriend and wife's like, cut her dress off. And wow. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> I personally like the portrayal of Black Mask. The, the psychopath with mixed with the uh, disgusting human being was a, it was, it was nice, a nice refreshing thing. And kind of the, the whole anger issues that he had, that was where it kind of reminisced for me in the persona of Black Mask. The fact that Black Mask was always fucking angry. I mean, he's always a, yelling at people. He's a relatively new character in the DC like lore, isn't he? I think in comparison to the most of the DC stuff, yeah, he's, uh, well, he's less than 10 years old, right? I don't know how old he is. If he's 10 years old, then we're talking about child labor laws now. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, there isn't that much lore to base him on. There's only there's like, you know, some story arcs, but compared to someone like the Joker, right, who has like 70-ish years of lore. Let me look it up. Black man. Mask, mask. <laughs> He no no he's actually uh, as old as me he is uh, in his thirties he debuted in nineteen eighty five oh really so relatively new I would yeah I would say the, comparison yeah. but yeah I I thought he was a newer character that's interesting off to uh, I don't know I don't really know jack shit about Black Mask I always I like his look he's really interesting I know he's street level and he's basically just a crime boss that wears a mask mm-hmm. uh, the mask in my opinion well the mask when I the two spots I've seen it there's one during like the op- opening like uh, introduction title type deals. And in that shot, it looked really weird. But then there's a, uh, a scene towards the end where it's kind of like the final uh, confrontation mm-hmm. where the mask looked really cool. It was nighttime and obviously but it was dark, but does it look like so it looks like a black skull, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it does it look really big on his head. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. It's, it, it was one of those things where like it went over your head. So obviously it has to be oversized. So when you're wearing it, it just looks like a fucking goofy ass thing. I had the same problem with my Deadpool action figure. Deadpool. What? What? Action figure? Yeah. You, you put the mask on over a scarred head but it looked like a weird oh yeah he looked like duck pool or something <laughs> howard the duck pool i'd watch that i would watch it too i'd watch anything with howard the duck <laughs> me too speaking of howard the duck my sister got me a uh disney world exclusive howard howard the duck plush from guardians of the galaxy really yeah you like it oh yeah i was excited when she brought it over but uh I, margot robbie she kills it once again as harley quinn yeah um looks great love the costume oh by the way she was on hot ones uh pretty sure that i'm falling in love with her after that <laughs> Yeah. 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 She's just, you, she's, you fall hard. <laughs> she, she's just so polite. Well, she's British. She's Australian. Whatever. <laughs> she also did, uh, her and the cast did an interview with Alexa Bliss. Really? For, uh, Birds of Ray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Put> it away. <laughs> that's all. That's a lot of, uh, attractive women. A lot of beauty um, in one spot. The, when I was asked what I initially thought of the movie, I was like, it was this weird hybrid. Like I was let down, but I also wasn't disappointed. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've could ever, if I've ever felt like that. Like, I don't know. That's, it was, <laughs> You didn't I, have much expectations for it in the first place. No, I didn't. I would say the mo- the biggest letdown for me was the factor that it was an underutilized birds of prey. Like, I was like, okay, if they introduce them, cool, whatever, that's fine. But it, it was literally like, I don't even know the point of having them in there other than like. Harley you literally Quinn. could have put any character. Yeah. And I hate, I, I, I hate the rendition they did of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate the actresses by any means. I enjoy both of them uh, immensely. I thought but, it was problematic to have a uh, Black Canary recast as a black person because her name's Black Canary. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, isn't that one of the big tropes? Tropes where you have a black superhero. Oh yeah, like, and oh, add yeah. black to the name. You're totally right. That, like, that makes black sense. Black Lightning, and you know, Black Panther. Yeah, that one's really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't even realize until literally the day I was going to see the movie um, that the girl that played uh, Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim played yeah. Hunters. Yes. That and shows you how little I was following this movie. <laughs> and the fact that something like that made it past me somehow. I really, I, I think that was the one that hurt the most was uh, the rendition of Huntress. Yeah. Cause I was just like this, this doesn't even remotely feel like a Huntress in, in the least of it. Like I was just kind of like, this is just like a kind of weird anger stricken lady that's out it, for revenge. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed, um, it was weird though. They had her like almost angry to the point of comedic. Yeah. yeah. And when the, there's a part at the end where the big, you know, the big final pew, pew, is going on. And somebody tells her like to get out her bone arrow and she's like, it's not a bone arrow. I'm not fucking 12. It's a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- there are some comical things with her. I wish we could have seen more of her. She's probably in it the least yeah. out of all of them. Yeah. Cause she has her own subplot that she's dealing with through most of the, but film. you don't really get to see any of it. You no. just know that it was sounds like they're trying to set up for a uh, happening spin-off. off screen. Um, I liked black canary, but I didn't like how she only used her scream like one and a half times. So she actually has the canary caw. Yeah. It's yeah. actually hinted at that. She's, the daughter of Sindel, the original black, <laughs> the original black canary. Oh, okay. oh uh, I don't know because you said there was parts you fell asleep. So I don't know if that was a part. That that definitely was a part. <laughs> that was definitely a part of it. Where there's because there's a part where she's talking to Montoya and Montoya. They mention her mom, you know, fighting crime and getting killed or something like that in in duty. And um, so I feel like that was like I was like, okay, was that a hint that she's the second black canary then? Or maybe she was a cop. Or maybe she was she an was informant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, informant. The timeline of these movies is like the way they're laying it out is so weird so you're telling I, I, me that like green, i would say there is no timeline yeah <laughs> time is just a uh, an illusion pretty much because like you have like an older batman and it's technically still is the still falls in this no he's oh. mentioned maybe once but i mean technically it falls into the same like universe as justice league and bvs and mm-hmm. all that so technically that's that's the batman um hmm. <laughs> i also enjoyed um i think we talked a little bit about this on our way to astronomicon or from astronomicon one of the two we talked about uh how we liked that there was this thing where nobody was fucking with harley because she was with the Joker. Yeah. So nobody really messed with her ever. Uh-huh. But when she finally makes it public and known that they're done, suddenly everybody starts coming after her. Uh-huh. Like there's this great scene where she's getting chased and she keeps running into more people that are after her <laughs> because she decides to do this giant display that they're uh, kaput uh-huh. by blowing up the Ace Chemical Factory. Uh-huh. Which is funny. I've seen a meme online where it's like Batman's reaction to Harley breaking uh, or blowing up the Ace Chemical and it's uh, Lucille Bluth drinking the coffee yeah. and she's like, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> so I just imagine Batman like sitting on a rooftop and it happening and him going huh. good for her. Fires <laughs> <laughs> uh, off the other direction. But yeah, uh, no, that, that was, that was a really good aspect because I, I don't know if we've ever remotely touched on that subject at all, but it's always been this weird inner thought of mine that Harley only doesn't get fucked with because the Joker's that insane that if you fuck with Harley, then you're going to have to deal with the Joker and then nine times out of 10, you'll probably die. Yeah. Yeah. But so then that, you kind of see in the movie that Harley can more than hold her own. I would some, say luck played most of it. There's some good, there's Luck's some, there's some good fight scenes though. There's some good action scenes when that uh when she's going into the the police station and the sprinklers go off i go are you fucking kidding me right now i was like oh wait hold on cue slow-mo now and then the whole <laughs> fight scene was pre- pretty much slow-mo and i was just like yeah seen that coming a Is mile this the away snyder cut yeah uh, at least the snyder cut per- pers- personally the slow-mo was not done as well as Zack snyder's slow-mo i was, it, was ha- it was a weird kind of like well he does so much slow-mo he's become a master of it so it's true i was happy like to- the entire movie 300 was in slow-mo it was. <laughs> yeah, it was i was happy to see them like incorporate a lot of her uh acrobatic skills yeah into her fight like at first when she's going through the police station i'm like it was very like hand-to-hand i'm like and right when i thought that she did like 
the weird flippy and hit the guy with her leg. I was like, oh, okay, there we go. Uh, We're good. Uh, We're a good movie. I liked her random grenades with like jelly and paint. And yeah, and sparkles confetti. and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I was like, that's cool. I like that. What about um the hyena? Was there more than one hyena or just, just one? Just one. Okay. His name's Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> After that hunky Wayne guy. <laughs> that's funny. Is, is there a hyena in the movie for any amount of time? Um, I, I wish, would say maybe like three minutes. Yeah, I wish there was more hyena. It's hard to film with a hyena, I'd imagine. Wait, he's only in there for a total of three minutes? I'm just estimating. Oh, he wasn't in there very much. I've seen all parts with the hyena. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did. But um, I, I enjoyed the hyena. I wish he was in there more. Hyenas, hyenas are I in the, probably would have stayed awake. Hyenas are in the weasel family. They also... Um, they are uh, like a vulturous type animal. They, they don't actually hunt. They just pick scraps. Oh, no. They hunt more often than lions do. Really? Mm-hmm. Why does uh, National Geographic always picture them <laughs> being picky pickies? Uh, well, you see... That's the technical term. Lions and uh, hyenas all scavenge, but hyenas are forced to hunt more often because uh, with a lion, they'll just find whatever kill and chase off anything else that's around. But hyenas are forced to have to hunt because they're smaller. Hmm. Um, we also got Cassandra Kane in this. How uh, is she in it? Not anything like her, like her comic book counterpart. Yeah. First of all, she talks. Yeah, that's so, pretty. So that's a big difference. <laughs> I don't really like Cassandra Kane. I, I hardly they, know they literally could have they could have given her any other name. Um, I mean, I guess I kind of take back what I said about plugging any other characters, but Black Canary and Huntress, because I guess in a way they kind of tied some of their origin into the story. So maybe yeah. not really, but but Cassandra Kane, one hundred percent, like you one hundred percent could have just had some random street kid in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, could have made it Jason Todd. Or I honestly did not care for that character one bit. Like no. I was like, you're just you're literally you are the plot device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you swallowed the thing that every. Everybody wants. It was yeah. a diamond. Beg your pardon. Oh, like in the <laughs> like in the Simpsons arcade game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it, that's essentially that's all that was, and I've, I found her character more annoying than anything else. All right. Um, I like the I like the end battle when they're going through the entire funhouse. Oh, the there's one, a funhouse. There's the, a funhouse. The one thing I didn't like is Harley. She puts the skates on. Yeah. And I feel like she's moving incredibly slow on those. <laughs> like well, I feel like it just looks <laughs> awkward. Like not as polished as one would want something like that to look. Funny story. So, um, you once had a fight and roller skates. Oh, well, I, I got into a fight at Skateland once. Which Skateland? Uh, the one over in Woodhaven. Oh, they shut down. Really? Mm-hmm. Because somebody started fights there. Yeah. Too many fights. I just went in with a baseball bat and like, come here. <laughs> Anyways, no, she was on hot once, like I said, and, uh, it was asked, you know, what was one of the hardest things that you had to do in the movie? And she said, I had to do all a bunch of like fighting and action sequence and chasing after cars on roller skates. And I was, I'm not really all that great on roller skates. It showed, <laughs> it showed which is funny. I didn't even, I haven't even watched that. But it shows. That's fine. It 100% shows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and we talked about this. They kind of used a damn stunt double. Right. We, we talked about this on the way, once again, on the way back from Astronomicon. <laughs> and this is ridiculous. Like, so it's a superhero movie. I'm more than willing to suspend my disbelief on what people can do, what they can withstand. But th- oh. there is a part where she is literally chasing a car, like on roller skates. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. But then another car comes and it's not like going slow. It's like a normal speed car uh-huh. sideswipes her, hits her, and she goes flying <laughs> into the back of a semi truck enough so that I do believe it dented. And I'm like, she would be fucking dead. Like she doesn't have any meta powers. She's crazy, though. Nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, I've seen the ultimate power of crazy and it can be very unstoppable. But if you get hit by a car, I don't know. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had the guts to hit somebody that's crazy with a car. So I've been hit by a car. Have you? He, yeah, yeah, on his bike. Oh, yeah. Did I, you get back up? Yeah, I got back up right away. Otherwise, Did I was going to get run over on Van lawn? Dyke. <laughs> Did it sideswipe and you go launch into the back of a semi? Um, no, I got launched into the, into the street. It was a... 
But it was only going about maybe 10 miles an hour. Okay. Yeah. See, this car wasn't going 10 miles now, an hour. Now, what if the semi truck was full of uh, feathers? Would That's it be true. more believable? Like it, she just goes in and it just goes feathers out the back. I actually would have enjoyed it more if she just like hit it and bounced off of it. Like, well, I mean, Batman's taken some pretty ridiculous bumps in Justice League and But he has like a suit on. Yeah, but she just has normal clothes on and roller skates. Roller skates. Okay. They mitigate the impact. We can break this down to science. So we commonly know that Batman's arm is made of a uh, uh, magic magic <laughs> like a kevlar <laughs> um carbon fiber mix yeah but that won't protect you from uh blunt I, impact that's yeah. where i'm going with this <laughs> yeah. the factor that like uh i think it's something it's higher than like a uh, fiberglass but it's still low in comparison to like metal or something of that mm-hmm. nature um to where if he took a hard enough bump he would still suffer severe injuries it's not like one of those things where he's like oh well his armor protected him and i still go no i can break carbon fiber by just going like this so oh, there's scenes of him where he takes a suit off and he's like all sore and bruised bruised and, up and yeah. broken bruised oh. bruised also he can fucking grappling hook a uh, crate that's like eight feet by eight feet and throw it with one arm so. i mean <laughs> he's if, basically if, superhuman if we're looking at it that's a that's the male form of crazy yeah is <laughs> true <laughs> Um, Anyways, it makes no sense, but we'll just... Yeah, no. Just just a minor... What is the power of crazy? Let us know down in the the comments below. (laughs) Just a minor nitpick, really. That's all it was. Um, Trying to think. uh, Some great violent shots... Yeah. I loved all the fucking crazy violence in this, like how they showed the face being like cut off, yeah, and the blood just dripping off of it. Does it I was make like, a squishy whoa. noise? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, and then uh, the part in the beginning where Harley's like dancing on stage, uh-huh. and the guy like makes some sort of comment, and he's like has his feet propped up, and then she jumps off the stage onto his knees. Yeah, <laughs> and you just see his legs go. <laughs> oh man, there's another part similar to that where I think she was she was fighting somebody. She had the bat. And the she bat. Was, the bat. Oh yeah. The, oh god. Well, then, and then they. She takes the bat at one point and throws it and bounces it off the ground where it hits the guy and comes back to her. Uh-huh. I was like, that's really awesome. <laughs> so the fight and action scenes, I think, were really good. I did see somebody say that. Thing. <laughs> I haven't even seen it, but I just thought this was comical. They were like, these action scenes rival John Wick. <laughs> no. I was like, no, I highly oh, disagree with that. Let's, let's settle down here. I haven't even seen John Wick, but I know enough to know that that's probably not true. No, John Wick probably has some of the best action scenes in the past, like five, maybe 10 years. I don't know. But I, I, the, the tactical uh, training that um, what's his face did, it paid off because he looks really sharp doing those fight mm-hmm. scenes. Um, they do have very good fight scenes in the John Wick movies. Although by the third one, it gets pretty ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we've talked about that a hundred times. <laughs> they keep giving him a bigger budget. So yeah. they're like, let's see how much crazy shit we can do now. Let's travel to the Middle East. All right, let's travel back. So let's soon travel enough, to the Middle East again. Soon enough, those movies are going to hit the level of uh, ridiculousness at the fast. They're going furious. to space. <laughs> they are going to space. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Mark gonna, my words. They're going to fight on Mars. John Wick's going to have to stop the sun from exploding. <laughs> God, I hope you're right. <laughs> um, you may recall earlier, I had mentioned that Deadpool's fingerprints are all over this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. Uh, you can tell in the way that the story's kind of laid out, mm-hmm. like it kind of jumps back and forth through a narration through Harley. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Which sometimes doesn't I don't think works super well for the movie. It's very spastic at some moments. Yeah. I think there was one point where um like we were in the present, but then we jumped back in time and I missed the transition. So yeah. I was just kinda like, Oh wait, what's happening? Yeah. I thought we were just in the police station. <laughs> oh, it was one where they did the rewind. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, when it got back to the police station, I go, oh, this was all beforehand. I yeah. must have missed the transition at um, wherever the hell it was. There's a part very similar. I, you were polite enough, Tony, to point, me, point out that I was not, it's not exactly identical, but very similar to Deadpool 2 when he oh. when he gets supercharged with the cocaine. Yeah. There's a part very similar to that with Harley where she gets supercharged by cocaine. Also, <laughs> also, also in the Gotham PD, similar. right? It's very similar. What's that? It was also in the Gotham, Gotham PD, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because she's hiding behind. She's in the evidence locker. Yeah. That's she's behind she a, like a pallet of 
of coke. And a like, pallet of coke. A pallet. <laughs> just sitting in an evidence locker. And they're firing at her and obviously they're hitting the bags and she just kind of does like a quick like breeze it in and then she just becomes like, ooh, like she just got the fucking stars in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, if that little bit of coke that she uh, took in was enough to make her go ape shit, she's a lightweight. Just saying. Okay. You tell him, Tony. <laughs> um, and and podcast, we do not advocate no. the usage of cocaine. <laughs> no. And there's, there's certain parts Even too, if it'll make you feel fucking amazing. <laughs> and take out an entire evidence room full of SWAT team or that whatever will, it was. You probably will be able to, but still, we do not advocate the usage of cocaine. Um, <laughs> and then there's other parts too that feel very cartoony. Those I actually, I, I liked. Like the part where she's like sitting at the counter while, while he's making the sandwich for yes. her. And the part where it's actually a cartoon. And the part where it's actually a cartoon. So yeah, the movie's very spastic, very all over the place. It's very Harley Quinn, if you if you will. If you will. Um, if you will. <laughs> other than that, uh, I don't know if there's really much more else to say about it. So the plot was spastic. Um, men are scum. Yep. Uh, it has really good graphic violence. The fight scenes were well done. And it's the other characters are basically just throwaway characters. I would honestly say that the most part that this movie that this movie is involved with with giving me a bad taste in my mouth is the fans like completely brazing over that it just completely flopped and just focusing on the fact that the Joker won the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, but it was the same weekend that the DC film Harley Quinn flopped. Um, I mean, I wouldn't to say it's a flop would be is I would say is preemptive. Well, because it did already make its money back pretty much. Yeah, and it has well, how many more it, weeks to go? And then, like you said, Blu-ray and well, actually, it definitely was a financial disappointment for so far. Yeah, by a large margin, but it didn't like it's not going to lose money. Isn't the average? You've said this before. Isn't the average box office drop seventy percent from yeah. first to second week? So, so I mean, it could be a case. I mean, it could have good word of mouth because I am seeing more people say they like it mm-hmm. that didn't like it. So there is that. I had no hard feelings walking out. I was I was no. more mad at myself because. I was so exhausted that I couldn't fall. I couldn't, I couldn't stay awake. (laughs) It was no, oh, oh. I don't think I said it. It's no fault of the movies that I fell asleep. It was a it was a freak accident. Freak accident. <laughs> no, freak seriously, I'm not getting enough sleep. It was it was pretty much it. It was you like, get older, you can't help it. I was I was sitting there. I was very attentive. I was watching the movie. I was enjoying myself, and then, and then all of a sudden, someone just passed you a glass of warm milk. And- <laughs> all of a sudden, like Janelle's nudging me, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, what happened? The movie's over. <laughs> the movie's over. Ding dong. And she, we got out. She's like, you literally look surprised every time. I was like, because I generally was surprised. I fell asleep. I go, I don't. I, I, the movie wasn't boring Have enough. You tried not reclining in your chair. No, I was sitting straight up. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> I am one of those people that nine times out of 10, I can fall asleep anywhere. Not me. Um, here's see, here's the problem. And I don't know. I think we've talked about this before. We've become so accustomed to things that movies nowadays, we live in a zero to 10 society. Yeah. Where it's either the greatest fucking thing ever or it's garbage. And that's primarily the post I've seen. People either saying like, oh, it's so good. It's definitely one of my top DC movies. Yeah. And then people going, no, it was garbage. <laughs> it's like, can't you just be like, no, it was all right. Can it just be good garbage? <laughs> like, good garbage. <laughs> good garbage. But no, it was like, it's like, it was all right. It wasn't the greatest thing. It yeah. wasn't the worst sounds, thing. Sounds like a junk food movie. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. a good point. I would definitely sit down on the couch and watch it while eating bonbons and popcorn. <laughs> I did eat a lot of popcorn during that movie too. Oh, I still fell asleep. But yeah, the movie, it's, it's like you said, it's junk food. It's just all filler, like no substance really yeah, but yeah. like nothing that'll really affect the any kind of continuity or oh, anything there was one big thing that i said that i didn't like when we were talking about it that was the detective i just hate i just hate that actress he doesn't like rosie perez i just rosie perez is in it yeah she's, she's montoya <laughs> she's, yeah, she's montoya i just don't like her presence it's just one of those things like she she annoyed me in Pineapple uh, don't Express. be stupid <laughs> she annoyed me in white men can't jump just or, it's one of those things did she annoy like, you in uh pineapple Ex- did you say pineapple yeah, Express? Yeah. Oh. well she was annoying twist your ball so tight <laughs> I don't see what's so annoying about that. Yeah. <laughs> I pay people to do it. 
That's how um, he gets his jollies off on Saturday night. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it, it, if I was to give this movie a letter grade, it would be a solid C plus. Yeah, that is what I always aimed for. I would say C. Like C plus is too too high because <laughs> C pluses were the thing that like my mom got excited for when I brought that home on my report card. So well, it's all about setting the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I like what you were saying is uh, with DC, uh, my expecta- expectations for them right now are like severely low. I just want them to like write a competent movie that's like a solid plot and is enjoyable. And they still have like yet to fully grasp the idea. This got a little bit closer. Aquaman, I think we were the, what we've obviously said, we we're the minority that we didn't like the movie, that it, it was just a load of trash. Too long. Too long. And Jason Momoa didn't even play Aquaman. He just played himself. He I has think. no screen presence. It's just so, he's not a leading he man. He has presence though. But like, he doesn't have leading man presence. Maybe not. He's not He's not a strong enough actor. Maybe also he didn't have great direction either. He, the problem is he wasn't speaking in Dothraki the entire time. I don't know if it's as much direction as it was the script maybe that too because james wan's a fantastic director but he's also worked with like a plus talent too and jason momoa is not a plus i would i would say that like he's definitely not a plus talent he just he looks good but go look up pictures uh before 10 years ago and tell me if you still think he looks good like when he was in stargate like when he was in baywatch oh yeah i have have looked up pictures ladies talking to you (laughs) um setting the bar high for us men i i mean this movie also does have its detractors because they see it as feminist propaganda we're on once again on that i haven't seen much on that oh i I've seen I don't, I think what it is is maybe they were a little more hesitant to come out beforehand because uh-huh. of the whole Captain Marvel incident. True that. Where they were calling it saying like, oh nope, it's gonna flop. It's gonna it's feminist, <laughs> but nope, nope. And then it like made a billion dollars. Yeah. And then they kind of cowered between their legs and tried to make up things like uh Disney was buying tickets for the movie and, and it's just stupid shit. Uh but now that this movie's flopped, it's kind of like, oh, let's go get them. Yeah. Okay. Take that, I, women. I still have. Yeah. I think the most I've been seeing is like, like I said, just like the DC fans like rivaling over the factor that Joker won an Oscar and like not saying anything about like how this underperformed. So it's it's that's what I'm seeing in my social media s feeds. Um, yeah, it, I can see those guys coming out though. Oh like, yeah, they are like, like the wolves. <laughs> There's one guy who came who I just saw a video last night because I was just curious. <laughs> you hate it was, yourself. You like to punish I do. yourself. <laughs> it's true. It was a does. thing of like it, I didn't watch the whole video. I just it was something like Birds of Prey has failed, so no surprise here's why or something like that and i was like i I didn't recognize the youtube name fully i was like i wonder if this is one of the guys that was harping on captain marvel when it came out and i was like i'm just gonna click and find out and sure enough it was (laughs) somebody with like a really fucking thick scottish accent oh i think i know who you're talking about sean connery yeah yeah i don't know trash a bird of prey But uh, so I think those people are obviously like they're getting their jollies off of it. Yeah. Um, I really don't feel that the uh, the feminine line really needs to be used in movies. Like, I think you need to focus more on the factor of writing a good, solid character developed driven script. And I don't think the movie was really advertised as like this big feminist movement movie. No, like it didn't have that feel. Like, granted, that's kind of like the message they were trying. They were definitely pushing a a, not feminist, but agenda. They were were definitely like leaning on like female women. Good. Yes. Female empowerment. They were definitely really going for that, but it wasn't like ingrained in the in the in the marketing. So yeah. I don't think you can sit there and say that's why it failed. I don't think they ingrained anything in the marketing. No, no, they didn't. It's like oh, they just okay. took a series of random, you know, scenes from the film and cobbled it together. And like, oh, here's here's Harley Quinn and also the Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, did they even use any of like the Birds of Prey like in the marketing itself? Um, there were scenes with them in the trailer, but yeah, but were they group scenes with Harley? Yeah, Quinn? pretty okay. much. It was. Yeah, it was it, just it, her it, interacting with different. I guess I it was guess meant the, to be. Uh, it should have meant to be meant to be a. 
Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Well, they should have just done it that way. I agree. She didn't really need a team, uh, you know, to. Like, you could have, you could have, like, you could have had her flying solo for the most part, just running from Black Mass and the factor of like well, him just wanting to kill her. They wanted women that supported each other. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen the film, but but you could have just you could have done something way hotter and been like invited a bunch of random like Batman villains to stand up against Black Mass because they hate the Joker and then black backing Harley would cause the Joker to get pissed. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's I'm more interested in just watching the animated series, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> that superior. too. I actually just watched the most recent episode before I went and seen it. And I was like, oh, that was a mistake. It pales in comparison <laughs> yeah. to the show. The show's so much better. It handles the Harley Quinn story of her striking out on her own, I think a little bit better. Yeah. Um, at some points, I think the movie tries too hard to give itself that R rating. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they have the cut off a guy's face. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But, you know, once again, like I said, it's a good average movie. If I had to rate it, I would uh, rate it uh, hmm, six out of ten snap bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Man, rating. Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Uh, I'll give it half of 6.9 out of 10 uh, useless side characters. I'm so confused on that rating. Well, half okay. of 6.9. <laughs> so about 3.9. No, not, not technically. I'm saying half of 6.9 because I only actually watched half the movie. Oh. Uh, so I can't give it a full Scott rating. Steiner math over there. Yes. <laughs> yes. 66 and a third. You got a 33 and a third percent chance of me understanding your rating. <laughs> then you take that percentage. You cut it in half. <laughs> So, Jeff, I'm, I'm curious to know us explaining going into details on the movie, uh, even going into some spoiler territory. You still want to see it? You want, do you not want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, one? I mean, uh, I want to see it. I okay. mean, you told me I had satisfying action scenes and uh, you said it wasn't horrible. And I'm like, OK, I, I'll put it this way. Like, I, I do want to go see it again when I'm Awake. well rested <laughs> and see if it's you know as good or as bad as people are putting it out to be. I, what I've seen, I enjoyed. I don't think, like I said, I don't think it is because, you know, that zero to zero yeah, to ten. Zero to ten. ten mentality mm-hmm. um no in between uh like things can't just be okay like you can't just be like eh, it's all right yeah i mean what are they ex- like harley quinn was never one of my favorite characters i'm just watching i'm interested in this movie i like margot robbie i think she looks fantastic as harley quinn i think it's a really good portrayal of the character i agree i don't and, know if uh, anybody else could do better i wish they could do something about getting those tattoos off her face though i agree <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like tattoos. Although the one I don't like face, I don't like face tattoos. Um, it all depends on what it is. If it frames the face, you're good. But if it's random words on your jawline, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of my favorite porn stars have face tattoos. So. Alrighty, well. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Mac. I do like Christy Mac. I enjoy Christy Mac. I don't know. Come on. No, I don't. <laughs> it's a pornography actress. Well, clearly, clearly I'm going to look her the up one, after. She was the one that got her face smashed by that UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. War Machine. Oh, I vaguely remember hearing something about that. I, I mean, that's like the closest of like pop culture mainstream I can give you. <laughs> other, other than like, you know, telling you her signatures. <laughs> her signature move is the Alabama crab dangler. <laughs> So, uh, with that being said, what did you all think of Birds of Prey? Have you seen it? Are you going to see it? I told you, you, I haven't seen it. (laughs) We're not talking to you. We're talking to the other people. Talking to the people on the other side of the speaker hole. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um, Interested to know all of your thoughts. Thank you all for enjoying this review, because I'm sure you did. And joining us for movie talk, we like to talk about movies. (laughs) It's our new uh, theme song. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I don't know if we'll be doing Sonic this weekend or not. Oh, wait, I got to (laughs) work. Maybe I'll be able to see it. If anything, if I if I get to see it down in Florida, then I'll I'll write a little something. So I watch it. I'll have to watch it fast. I think we might go <laughs> Saturday or Sunday. We might go. Just uh, be forewarned, Valentine. Oh, you already know Valentine's yeah. Day is one of the big movie days. And Sonic the Hedgehog. There's <laughs> nothing screams romance. Solid. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um. Once again, uh, we are doing 
for prepping for our March Madness tournament coming up in March. We're already getting angry at results. So go ahead and head on over to our Patreon. You For the mere price of a dollar, when the tournament is up, you can draft a hero and you can go all the way and win some fantastic prizes along the way. Um, and you also, I think, enjoy the tournament 10 times more than you may already. It's true because you have something at stake. Yeah. By the way, thank you to the mm, sponsors steak. of uh, Kapowcast March Madness 9... Nine Planets Comics and Collectibles, Three Wise Men Media, and Throne of Toys. They threw in some great prizes, and you could get your chance to win those. I checked out, uh, actually, technically, we checked out all three of those booths yes. at Astronomicon this weekend. Um, but of the two toy places, uh, they they had, I think, one of the better, they both had better selection and setup. I didn't pick anything up <laughs> because uh, there's certain things I'm looking for, but they did and have. Because toys are for children. Uh, a really good selection, especially <laughs> especially uh, Thorn of Toys. Thorn of Toys had a lot of, uh, I wish I could have looked more in the booth, but the, the place was so crowded. It was. Uh, it was very hard Victims to look around. of their own success. You can check out a, a, our video on, on, on YouTube or just head over to kapowcast.net and watch it over there. Um, but no, uh, Thorn of Toys and uh, what's the other one? <laughs> I'm blank. Because I, I always say it backwards. I want to nine, nine planets, nine comics planets. and collectibles. I always, I always, I always want to say like Planet Nine comics <laughs> or something like that. But no, those those booths were top notch. I wish I could have got to the other one, but I couldn't because they were right where the line was forming for for Twisted. So I couldn't. I nine couldn't, planets. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get like I stopped there once, but I wanted to look again because I, I might have picked something up. I know, but I couldn't get. I was like, well, I, I'm not fighting a bunch of Twisties. <laughs> Twizzlers. Twizzlers. That's what. Not fighting a bunch of Twizzlers. No man. Yeah, I to do that. That's probably the worst line setup out of all the line setups. Yeah, it was set up like right outside. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that at all. But uh, but no, uh, head on over to our Patreon. Thank you to our current Patreons: Charlie Robbins, Jeremy Brown, Angel Doty, Janelle Kozlowski, Christy Vance. I hope you guys are are keeping track. They are of who's I've, I've, who's getting in and who you're you're picking. They've uh, they've voted on pretty much every preliminary I've seen. So yeah, they're yeah. they're they're paying attention. Now here's a question: <laughs> They're all voting for the same people mostly, though. Wolverine. Wait, here's here's a question. So Angel, she she had Thor last year. Yeah. Does she automatically get him this year? Oh no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. No. I'm really no. like I'm really kind of trying to figure out this whole like uh, how they're gonna pick how they're gonna pick because like I kind of feel like giving the winner first pick is almost like indication that they have the best chance odds of winning again. If I can remember who was eliminated first, I uh, I might be able to track down our answer for that. We may have to go backwards. Yep. In the wayback machine. Doom brown. Doom doom brown. But um. I'm already I'm already getting in the groove of it like of posting like at first it seems like a lot of work to post them but once you get going it starts to become just exciting fun. Uh, <laughs> I am trying to keep up with the winners as they they happen so that I can not be like crunching at, at the moment's at notice zero hour. and like yeah just getting like a nosebleed from stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like uh, if you want to listen to any other show go ahead head on over to the Pod Bros Podcasting Network we can find our show and plenty of other fantastic shows. You can also find us over on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts are listened to and enjoyed. We also have a YouTube channel with toy reviews and the review of Astronomicon all up on there. So go ahead, check those out. Little Birdie says there's a uh, a big special review coming out this week. That will actually, as of the airing of this, it's already aired. So if you missed it, go check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, thank you to our affiliate links, Entertainment Earth and Amazon. Go ahead, click those links down below. Buy something for yourself. You deserve it. Tax season's here. (laughs) Treat yourself. It's true. That's right. I think Spider-Punk might be coming my way after taxes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Excited. Uh, and also head on over to Tee Public, where you can find some fantastic swag from Podros and Kapowcast. You can basically get a whole new wardrobe for a fairly decent price. Spring's coming. You gotta gotta stock up on them t-shirts. Yeah, you gotta get shirts that fit you because you gain so much weight over the winter. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I I'm was, not going to argue looking, it. I was looking in a mirror when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Fat, fat, fatty. 
We both did the belly jiggle at the same time. <laughs> or you can skip everything that Mike just said and just go over to kapowcast.net. Where you can enjoy all the videos and podcasts and, and merch blogs. and blog posts about all the new happenings in the pop culture comic book. It's really your one-stop shop, baby. Yeah, there's no other way. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Kapowcast.net. <laughs> that is an official trademark by yep. uh, kapowcast.net. <laughs> and I think uh, that's it. We got them all in, right? I think so. Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. I'm going to go eat something. <laughs> Hell yeah. Until next time, I'm Mike. I'm Tony. And I am Jeff. Bye-bye.